Hey there, Mouse Lifers, and welcome into episode 79 of the Mouse Life Podcast. I'm Kathy, and this week is all about rain, rain, and more rain. What's a guest to do when the forecast calls for rain on your Disney parade? Well, if you'd like to shower some praise upon your Mouse Life pals or let us know how we can do better, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a like on Facebook and SoundCloud, follow the shenanigans on Twitter, and be sure to relieve, leave a review on iTunes. Before we check the weather, let's check in with our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. Now let's bring in the crew. Joining me this week are Jeff. Hello. Sam. Hello. And Jen S. Hey, everyone. Jen K. is unable to join us tonight, and Shelby is at Walt Disney World. We're all extremely jealous. Or at least some of us are. One of us will be joining her soon. So since Shelby's having her own rainy day experience at Disney, John is pulling double duty to bring us both news and rumors this week. Take it away, John. Yep. Well, the first news story is Disney confirmed space-themed restaurant location. The space-themed restaurant announced at the D23 Expo 2017 now has location after the Disney Parks blog revealed this week that it will, in fact, be built between Mission Space and Test Tract. This is despite rumors in recent weeks that it may be built in the old Wonders of Life pavilion, which continues to be renovated. That's not a big surprise, I guess. No. Yeah. I mean, that's where everybody thought it was going to go when they first announced it. It's the logical place for it. Well, yes. in Wonders of Life, Wonders of Life seemed a little big, honestly. I mean, I know people were kind of saying, well, you know, you need a big space because you have to make these, you know, faux windows that will approximate being in space. And, but Wonders of Life was awfully big, you know, for that area. So. So that just leaves us hope that the Wonders of Life will still be Wakanda. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there what, what? Oh, geez. I just keep on dropping that. Could be. <laughs> Maleficent, Maleficent, Maleficent float okay. catches Nobody fire. can say that. <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, May 11th, during the Festival of Fantasy Parade, the Maleficent Dragon Float caught fire in Liberty Square. There were no injuries to any cast members or guests, but the float has been badly damaged. During the parade the next day, it was simply replaced with the gazebo with both Sleeping Beauty and Philip, Prince Philip. No word on how long the float will be out of commission or if it will return. She looked so sad when they were like dragging her back. Her tears to... were all falling down. <laughs> she, I know, she was missing. Oh I was gonna say she was. She, her ears were missing, weren't they? No, they were sort of hanging. They were hanging like a hound dog. <laughs> that was it. She looked like a puppy who'd been sort of chastised and was, you know, being yeah. led back to, you know, her kennel or whatever. <laughs> I know. I mean, a lot of there's been a lot of joking about it, and I, you know, I get it. But mm-hmm. 
if this were an isolated incident, you could say, you know, sure, just an accident. But put together with the head falling off Ursula and no face on uh the what's his name snowman um, guy and oh. any nope it just seems that under Bob Iger Disney has been much more oriented toward cost savings today yeah. than investing in the future. It's expensive to hire somebody because they don't come a dime a dozen. It's expensive to hire somebody that is going to look at your pyrotechnics on your parade float either immediately after or immediately before every single parade. It's a lot cheaper to have the guy do it once a week. I'll guarantee it. Almost guarantee you that's what was happening. It's a, you know, and all the, it's the same with all this stuff. They, I, I know a guy that used to do regular maintenance. He used to go around every day. This is in the 80s, late 70s, early 80s. He'd go around every day, every morning before the park opened and find things that needed to be fixed. He was a painter. He would find things that needed to be touched up and painted, stuff for the animatronics that needed to be fixed, and he would call in, a maintenance guy would fix them, and it was an every night thing. I don't think they're doing that anymore. I think mm -hmm. they wait until something is bad enough that they close the attraction for a while, and then they fix it. I don't think wow. they're investing and I understand profitability. I mean, I'm totally down with making as much money as they can, fully in support of it. But I think they're shooting themselves in the foot here. That was a lot of money invested in that parade flip. And if hiring somebody or paying somebody to check it out before every parade to make sure the the, the whatever is causing that fire isn't leaking somewhere or some fitting isn't loose, that's an investment. That's not a cost. And I don't think that's the way Disney looks at maintenance anymore. I think that's a that I think that's going to have to change, and it's I think it's going I think it comes from the top. Hopefully, well, whoever takes over will have a different view of things. But it just seems like a pretty. It seems like it's if this were an isolated incident, I wouldn't be saying that, but it's not at all. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is is you know, yeah, we're talking about some of the cosmetic things, but we're also when you're talking about something catching fire or doors on monorails popping open, there's a lot that. Now you're getting into safety. Yeah. So, but, and it starts I mean, you, with the cosmetic things. Yes. The things that, the things that RJ saw were things that grew into things like this if they weren't fixed. You send someone out every single day to look at stuff. With the minor rails, you check stuff mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. And it's, and, and I don't think the Disney company is seeing that. I think they're seeing that as a cost. And I don't think that's a way to look at things. I think you have so much money invested in the monorails. You know, that's a yeah. signature thing for Disney World. To let them get to the point they're in is just not good business, let alone good show. Yeah. That's that's a shame. As if I were if I were a stockholder at Disney, that would worry me. I mean, it's not like they're going broke. Yeah. No. no, they're not. Yeah, they can afford to do things right. And it's not a matter of, and I don't think that, and it's not wasted money. It's like I said, it's it's not a, so much a cost as an investment. You've got so much money invested. Like that parade float had a fortune. And how much time and money do you think it cost to create that thing? And it's yeah. gone, right? And, and if they decide to that it's worth replacing, then it's it's even that much more again. It's the best float in the parade. Yes, well, of course it is. Yes, it was the reason for the new parade. Yeah. Almost, you yeah. know. I mean, that's what the parade is for. It's a it, that parade is built around the giant fire-breathing steampunk dragon, which was awesome. I'm glad I got to see it before it blew up. But 
Well, and even the cosmetic things, you know, in today's world of social media, all of that stuff gets shared. You know, we've seen Ursula's head fall off and we, and we, I mean, the pictures of Maleficent on fire were incredible, uh, you know, and, and also, I mean, so they were shared everywhere. They were on TV. You know, my husband's TV station covered it. You know, really? they aired the video. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they aired the video. They aired the crappy, you know, iPhone video or whatever. But, that stuff gets but so now, Exactly. Yeah. Right. So now, you know, we're talking about business decisions and, you know, whether maintaining things are worth the cost or not. Well, you're getting some really bad PR when things aren't working well. So, so let's be realistic. How long do you think this thing, be- do we, do we see this return? I mean, I hope, I, I mean, literally, this, it's the best float in the parade. Maybe besides the, the tangled float. This is the best float. Besides the tangled float? Well, I think it's, it is the best float, but I mean. Right. But, so they they have to fix it, right? How long you do you think. We think before we see it back in the parade? Months. I would say Maybe. months. It was clearly the head was badly damaged. Do you think they have like a second most like float? Like, do they make duplicates? I, I took the backstage tour and went back where to keep all the floats, and I didn't see but one dragon float. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. No, I mean, no, no, I no it's like... possible. No, because look at they have two shaman of songs for what you call it. They do uh, Navi River Journey. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, Navi River Journey. Oh. There's two. I Where are you going to put the second dragon? They've got the whole Christmas float tucked away in one building and the other one in another. And, yeah, I'd don't. I, I I'd be surprised if they had another one of those. I think that's a lot of money in one of those things. Yeah. it's. I, I mean, is it fixable or do you have to, you know? That's the thing. It's like if it's not – it may not even be fixable, so they may have to build a whole new – the sad thing is probably the inexpensive parts are replaced are, you know what I mean? The chassis is probably fine, but that's a, you know, a drop in the bucket compared to the rest of it. Well, and then here's another thing. Will it breathe fire still? Probably yeah. not. Maybe it'll that's... just puff smoke from here on out. It'll just be a vaping yeah. dragon. You can get it sponsored. <laughs> uh, there were times when like I, like I, you know, you want to try to catch the fire on, you know, video or a photo of it or something. And I would, you know, stand there and try to, you know, take with my phone pointing at it. Why isn't it breathing fire? So sometimes it didn't for one reason or another. I think that when it got to a certain heat point outside, they, they didn't because I remember there were days it was super hot and it definitely oh, did I, I remember seeing it when it was super hot there and it, and it breathing fire. So I don't, I don't think heat had to deal with anything. Maybe it wasn't working that day. Right. It's another right. maintenance issue that Jeff is speaking of. Yeah. I guess we'll have time will tell, right? Here's a question. Correct. Will the dragon return before they get a nighttime parade? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I plan this trip that we're going on tomorrow specifically with the hope that by now we would have parade. Not happening. Not happening. 2021. Got another three years, people, before we see a, a nighttime parade. I hate to say that. Yeah, I like to point out Pete's dragon never caught on fire. <laughs> Elliot right, never Jeff. caught on you fire. You are absolutely correct. He snorted plenty of steam, but he never caught on fire. 
Moving off into Talking Sad Dragon. Mickey officially goes silent. As discussed on an early episode of The Mouse Life, Talking Mickey at Town Square Theater had his final day as Talking Mickey on May 12th. As of May 13th, the meet and greet will be a regular meet and greet with guests where he does not talk. I loved it. Yeah. Mickey. I, know. I personally yeah. loved it, the idea, especially since they were going to start bringing other characters into the yeah. Into the mix. And I know some people thought he was creepy, but I, I mean, really? I thought he was creepy. Oh. oh, see, there you go. Oh, no. I thought he was creepy. We I was things. fascinated when I first saw mm-hmm. it I, because I didn't know. And so when we walked in and I saw him talking, I went, oh, fuck, he's talking. <laughs> I, just thought I will awesome. say, like, Justin, our friend Justin did from the travel agency, did their gender reveal with Mickey. And so they gave the piece of paper to the the handler, and they, like, somehow, you know, in the computer system, were able to tell Mickey to say, like, it's a boy or whatever. That's so, cool. That's just that's yeah. cool. Let's so that, see. So that's yeah. Look at things like that. Yeah. Oh, well. Did, I wonder if they come happy back. Or, hmm. I wonder if they'll still do the other characters or if they've given up on the talking characters thing. Maybe they're just infecting it. I hope not. Like I said. Yeah, it might just be back to the drawing board, like Kathy says. Maybe they're just going to make him better. We can hope. Oh, that would be amazing. He'll be better (laughs) talking (laughs) to Mickey. There you (laughs) go. Next news story is no more Shagagagins. Really? (laughs) Shagagagins? I want Shagagagins. They've gagged this scenario. They've gagged it is what they That's the name of the episode. Oh, God. All right. Let's start over there. Our next news story is no more shenanigans at Whispering Canyon Cafe. It appears as the fun and games at Whispering Canyon Cafe are over as Disney all but confirmed that changes have been made to the restaurant, getting rid of all the tomfoolery brought on by cast members at the restaurant. Rumor has it that guests who were staying above the restaurant complained of too much noise and rowdiness coming. From Whispering Canyon. Ah, the guests above it? <laughs> yes, that's what I heard. Yeah. That it was guests in the rooms, like directly adjacent. I mean, yeah. this has been going on that's for years. Funny. How long? Years. That, that, that. 20, 20 some since, years. Yeah, 1998. You're talking 20 years. Yeah. Oh, and so, people are just freaking complaining now? Get over it, you people. You can't have nice things. So one of the the speculations was that people were complaining that they didn't want to have all that around them when they were eating. They didn't want to take part. They didn't want to, you know, have all the tomfoolery, as John said, going on around them. The trails in to get better food Exactly. For Go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Um, but then that's but then that's where I was saying, well, no, I heard it wasn't, you know, people in the restaurant. It wasn't guests of the restaurant, but it was people guests staying in the, the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. So, so today, that, right? right, you know, so to, although it's open to the lobby, right? I mean, if you know how, how Wilderness Lodge is, that, it, that whole side is, you oh, know, it's yeah. open. Oh, right? yeah. And then it are. goes, mm-hmm, oh, exactly. Okay. There are open hallways yeah, and the, and the restaurant is open. So, um, yeah. but now today, apparently we heard that they did it at lunch. They were doing the ketchup thing and 
and I don't, what is the ketchup thing? You ask for ketchup and then they start yelling, they, ketchup! And they start yelling ketchup yeah. and they bring literally every single ketchup, ketchup bottle in the restaurant to your right. table. Okay. So basically one table has all the ketchup. Right. Well, that's and then so they have to actually, go deliver. The one time we went to Whispering Canyon, we got stuck in a dining room that was off, like all the way in the back. Like on the way to the restrooms, you know how you go like down the hall to the restroom, like to yeah. where Artist Point is and stuff. There's a the section of the dining room, and they have like the pin trading right there. There's actually a part of that Whispering Canyon dining room that's right there, basically in the lobby. It's like right outside in the lobby, and nothing happens there. Nothing. We got no. We got none of the shenanigans at all. It was crappy. <laughs> I was so sad. You feel cheated. I totally felt cheated. Well, I there mean, you we go. had nothing. That's how everybody's so, going to feel now. I'm, yeah. So, but anyway, I, I, so apparently today at lunch they did it. So maybe it's going to adjust. Maybe that's one of the things they're they're testing or looking at is can we do this at lunch and maybe not at dinner? Because you know, come on, if you if you can't handle a little you know noise around lunch hour, then you need to go stay. That somewhere. would that right. would back up your theory that it's the noise. Mm-hmm. In the rooms, if they're doing it yeah. at lunch and not dinner, huh? That's something to keep an eye on. That'll be so maybe it's not gone to get for dinner. <laughs> there you go. So maybe it's not gone completely. So I mean, I hope because I enjoyed it. I mean, I haven't. Be- I, I the reason I stopped going is there because they they changed the desserts and then they changed that all you can eat thing, and it's not as good as it used to be. So that's the reason I stopped, but I enjoyed the, the tomfoolery of, you know, people saying if they went to Universal or any other theme park besides Disney, they'd make fun of them and them throwing the straws on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. All right, next up. Final news story. Disney quietly confirms new restaurant in Japan. Back in January, we discussed the rumors of an, on a new signature dining experience coming to the Japan Pavilion in Epcot. Disney quietly confirmed the restaurant that will, in fact, be coming to the pavilion. In the announcement, it said it will offer guests a signature dining experience inspired by the nature, the natural beauty of Japan. The setting will draw from both nature and takumi, which means artisan in Japanese. And the relationship between Japanese craftsmanship and the natural world will be evident throughout the space. The new, this new restaurant will be operated, operated by Mitsukoshi USA, which operates the merchandise, restaurants, Teppanado, Edo, and Tokyo Dining, and kiosk in the Japan Pavilion. Once completed, the restaurant will add to the rich tapestry of authentic cultural experiences available to guests in World Showcase. That's exciting. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice. And the only reason I say that it was quietly confirmed is because literally they put out this blog post yesterday on the Disney Parks blog about best eats in May in Walt Disney World. And in this very bottom, the very, well, not even the bottom, the next to last thing they posted was a small paragraph saying that they, that this restaurant was being announced. Nice. Oh, that is quiet. <laughs> it's like, psst, by the way, psst, look That's down funny. here. They might do that sometimes just to see how long it'll take to make it out on Twitter. Right. They Maybe, do you that know, see if anybody's reading line. it. Yeah. I had no idea about it. I'm, I'm at the movies last night, 
And you know, I saw the blog post yesterday. I just didn't, I didn't bother reading because usually it's just, you know, things that I already know about what's happening at the restaurants of like new offerings and stuff. And, yeah. um, I'm waiting for my, my, my buddy to come and I'm looking at the post and I see W, the W info post that there's a, they confirmed the restaurant. I'm going, when the frick did this happen? <laughs> so then I looked in the post, I go, Oh, <laughs> they, wow. Like it, it was quiet. I wasn't expecting that. Well, after all the well, shenanigans, it was about Italian. It. They thought they'd be quiet with this one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they don't want to be accused <laughs> of too many loud shenanigans. Have this place shut down before Can't it opens, right? Because you know, so many shenanigans in a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> Are they going to have? So, to, is this going to be in a new building? Are they going to have to build it somewhere? Or? No, I believe it's right next to. Uh, they're just taking part of that Mitsukoshi store. Oh, oh, that's right. We talked oh, about yeah. that before. Yeah, we yeah. did talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they might add on to the space, like behind. But you could do it as an addition rather than a new but, building. Yeah, right, instead of yeah. that whole new building. Cool. Well, that's cool. I'd love to have another. And, but it's going to be a signature dining? That's what it sounds like. Cool. Well, that's nice. If it, they didn't really say, but last, in the, I believe in the, in the January rumor, it was a steak and seafood house. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm. Japanese steak and seafood is spectacular. <laughs> it's, um, like I said, so Epcot's getting two new restaurants. We don't know when either of them will be completed, but no. it's getting two new restaurants. <laughs> um, yeah. this, you're talking about the space. Yeah, the space one. Yeah. Right. That'll Which is kind of exciting. I'm, I'm curious what that menu will be like. What, the space-themed I mean, restaurant? Yeah, aside from freeze-dried, freeze-dried ice cream for dessert. <laughs> Everything come in a tube. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, but I wonder what they'll do. Imagine. Seriously, I wonder what the menu will be like. How do you theme that menu? That's that's a. I, I'm curious. Well, you know, Darth Vader waffles, or I mean, you can make anything. Yeah. You can right. Make the cuisine and name yeah. it something. It'll funky. be a burger joint, won't it? If, well, no. I mean, it'll be chicken it looks, fingers and hamburgers. I think no. View. I think I think it's kind of. Well, this Japanese signature restaurant that'll be a signature dining experience. Two yeah. credits. I think it's the space theme restaurant is going to be much like be our guest is and oh. yeah uh skipper canteen where lunch is going to be quick serve and dinner will be a, a well I can't say that about be our guest anymore cuz that's going to be a signature dining in July but it's going to be quick serve for lunch and I think it'll be uh Tab- table service table service for dinner Oh, that, that could be. Make that makes yeah, sense. Mm-hmm. Could be. What well, makes just to see a menu for that in any case? <laughs> well, we got to find out when it's opening first before before yeah, we find out. That'll be one of the last things to come out, I'm sure. All right, Sean, shifting gears to rumors. Shifting gears, rumors. What you got? Well, first rumor I have is work to begin soon on unofficially announced Epcot Entrance Hotel. I don't know what to better call this hotel because besides Epcot Entrance Hotel, that works. anybody could ever, anybody has a better name for it, let me know. But I think that works. We were there yesterday and as we were walking in, I told my husband, so the rumor is they're going to build a hotel right here. And I just sort of like, you know, waved my arms over my head, you know, like right here. And he's like, what, right? here <laughs> yeah i think you know he's like well yeah. I, I mean i don't know i mean it, you sort of walk through it walk under it under it well, i mean 
Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, and, I can the see monorail that. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to take up the whole entrance because obviously we're going to have a separate entrance for guests who aren't staying at the hotel. No, but I think it'll be above it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think the hotel will be it. on monorail level. I think the yeah. monorail. That's yeah. a good idea. It'll yeah. be above well, it. I think it'll be cool. I yeah. think it, and well, I think the way they design it, it could look really good. I think it would flow in there real well. Do you think they'll get rid of all those plaques? Someone was yeah. referred to it as a Holocaust were, memorial the, yesterday. The, I thought that was hilarious. Leave a Whatever, legacy. The, the, the leave face, a legacy. The, yeah, leave a legacy plaques. Yeah. They were never supposed to be there. They're actually supposed to be gone like a long time ago. Oh, good. It's almost like, it's, it's almost like the hat. Oh. <laughs> that, that's, oh. That's uh, say it's welcome. <laughs> Huh. But um, the reasoning um, they're saying it's going to begin soon is Disney um, filed 27 separate notices, but all with the same name as JPEG 8060 with the same address, which was the Avenue of Star, which is the backstage perimeter road encircling Epcot. Uh, that many notices led to believe that would be for a large par- project like mm-hmm. the rumored resort. There's another parcel, like, off to the side that they think might be the location of it. Maybe if the the whole entrance plaza thing doesn't work out. (laughs) Or maybe we're just pie-in-the-sky dreaming that, wow, wouldn't it be cool to see this, you know, thing Amazing resort. But see, then, wait, maybe not, because does it block your view of Spaceship Earth as you're approaching? I think it gives you a big reveal of Spaceship Earth. I think you As go you walk through under. it, and then bam, there it is. Like, yeah. Sort of like Tyrell Castle. It, yes. I, I think it like, could be much more impressive if you I didn't see like, Spaceship Earth till you got in. I kind of like walking from the bus station and being able, as soon as you get off the bus, you just see Spaceship Earth looming ahead. So It's even more so from the parking lot when you drive. Yeah. It's like, you know, the whole time you're walking toward it, you know, it's kind of fun. I don't know. But if it does get a resort... It does seem like each each park is going to have so is how close is Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom? It's I mean, I mean I'm just thinking about this now. You can't walk there. There's no way to walk. Right. I mean, you but have think, to take a bus. But I think is walking distance. If they just don't, there were a way yeah. to walk there. You know what I mean? I think as the crow flies, it's right. not that far away. But you, there's just no path made. Right. I think it's fairly close. Right. You drive down the down the road a piece before you actually get to the buildings of Animal Kingdom Lodge though. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're entering the whatever, the road to it. It's like you drive and drive and drive. Especially if you're at Kadani. Holy crap. <laughs> I was like, Where is this thing? <laughs> so so, I mean, no, is, so does that lead to maybe seeing Animal Kingdom getting a resort closer to the at the entrance of, of Animal Kingdom, I should say, because we're going to have the Star Wars Resort and Hollywood Studios. We're going to have what well, I, w- I would consider contemporary next to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. We'll have a resort right in front of Epcot. Will that leave a, another signature resort in front of Animal Kingdom in the future? Could be. Could be. It seems the way they're, they're going. Well, they're they definitely seem to adding be... capacity. Yeah, yeah, as I was going to say, they don't seem to be tiring of building new resorts. No. And that leads me to the next rumor is possible resort being built 
by Magic. Another resort being pos- built by pos- possibly by Magic Kingdom with them um, filing another permit earlier this week for the Stolport site, which is what they usually do when. And well, what that what that means is, I, if I if I understood what I read correctly, that that is like that that area is would be like a. Um, what do you call it when they when they bring a bunch of like filled dirt? They you know like that, that's where they would put area. put the dirt. <laughs> you know that's and where like they would put the, the tractor dirt. trailers and stuff like yeah and the supply is from what I was reading yeah so so the actual location of this possible resort is still would be like, on the lake on location we don't really know yeah and like possibly you know there's that one site that they wanted to put like in the original plans was supposed to be like the venetian or something yeah, between yeah. ttc and the contemporary mm-hmm. but it was too and then they swapped it was too soft but yeah. now they're saying the building has advanced to the point where you could build there you would think i mean they build airports on water you know they you can yeah. like Somewhere in the, in, the, you know, the Far East, somebody built like a, they built their island, built their own island and put an airport on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we've had several, uh, uh. we've had several hotels rumored by Magic Kingdom for, uh, we had the Volcano Hotel and then we also had possibly building a hotel on River Country. So you never know. Yeah, so it could be one of any one of those sites, and and the Stolport site is right. sort of a repository of materials. I think if if that I understood what I'm, yeah, what I what it's, I read, it's a thirty acre site for the temporary stockpiling of earthwork. There you go, dirt. <laughs> dirt. I'm ready to pile in the dirt right there. <laughs> Excellent. You know, translate that for our Florida people here. That's dirt. It's dead dirt. <laughs> dirt. Not sand, it's dirt. So the question <laughs> is, will any of these new hotels not be DVC? Yeah, see, that's I do. I think. I think. Well, I don't the think the Epcot probably I think the Epcot be. will not be DVC. And I think if they – I want to say that it's not going to be a DVC by Magic Kingdom. Mm. But oh, only if – Because the only Star Wars if, Hotel won't be. No. Only if – I'm going to say if they build more than one hotel, which is always possible for Disney. Yeah. I think if River Country comes to fruition, that one is a DVC. I'm almost positive. Because River, River Country is inside Fort Wilderness, so they've already got capacity there for regular non-DVC guests. You know, they've got yeah. the cabins, they've got all the tents and hookups and things. So if you're going to put something there, and it's on the water, you can build all those cabins again. They love those uh, cabins on the water, don't they? they? Do so. I I would be I would bet dollars to donuts that if if uh, Fort, if, uh will it be River Country gets developed, will it be an exclusively DVC resort though, or will it be half and half? I would say like all the others. I would say well, I mean Riviera is going to be exclusively DVC, right? So yes, they could totally like I said because it's something that's part of Fort Wilderness. They've already got. All of that space there at Fort Wilderness for you know us regular folks. So they could, <laughs> regular, <laughs> folks. They regular could, folks. I know I'm getting all folksy tonight, right? They sure. could put. I know, they could they could make that River Country, you know, area all DVC. Absolutely, why not? And as far as the Epcot Resort goes, especially if it's not maybe if it's not the entrance plaza, 
than, I mean, really, because right now the only DVC property that's close to Epcot is Boardwalk, right? Beach Club doesn't have it. Yacht Club doesn't have it. Swan and Dolphin are, you know, third party. So you could use more DVC at Epcot. Just saying. Well, Riviera is going to be technically by Epcot, isn't it? That's well, it's and it's going to be accessible by the by the Skyliner. So it, I, yeah, I think that is considered an Epcot area hotel. But still, I mean, Boardwalk is walking distance to the International Gateway. So I still, I think you could put more DVC. That's what they like right now. True. I don't know. I don't know either. All right, let's move on. All right, final rumor. And this one just popped up today, well, at least to my belief, about the possibility of people to, okay, people, I'm just preparing you to not cry. <laughs> dinosaur closing in 2019. I can't see a dinosaur, so it's fine. I won't miss that. that out there. Really? I thought you did like <laughs> I, dinosaurs. I get so car sick. I can't wait to see Hunter's reaction, but I get so car sick. So that just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I want a dinosaur ride, though. If they build this Indiana Jones adventure ride. Would it be the same one as in Disneyland? I was going to say, because that's Which the, same, like the that. same ride mechanism. Because that one is badass. I just will say that. Well, but, they're okay, saying... It's the same. But wait, if, it, if you get car sick on dinosaur, isn't isn't the Indiana Jones ride the same? Yeah. It's a different my, it's a different track. Okay, I, my car yeah. sickness didn't start until after I rode that, though. Like, I was 17 the last time I was at Disneyland, and I didn't start getting car sick until, like, two or three years ago. Well, So. <laughs> you may find uh, the Indiana oh, you got Jones older. ride. But I still think it's a badass ride. I have heard, looking into this, that it may be a brand new, not, it'll be the same kind of concept, but it'll be a different, like, storyline. And supposedly a different uh, ride system, from what I'm hearing. By same concept, you mean it would still be dinosaurs? (laughs) No, indie. Indiana, I'm talking about Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana Jones. Oh, so would it be a carbon copy of California's? Correct. Okay. That'd be, and that'd they're be going to be using, and they're going to be using a different ride system, supposedly. I love the dinosaur ride, but I'm all for Indiana Jones, so whatever. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> but, all right, so that's a new one. So right, so that's you know, like I said, that. that could close. Like I said, if that and the person who's reporting this had previously reported, um, the great movie ride closing. Great movie ride closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Credibility. Ahead of time. Maybe there's some there there. We'll see. We'll wait and see. Put that in the wait and see stack. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So that was your last rumor you said? My news and rumors are complete. All right. Well, thank you for stepping in this week while Michelle B. is at Disney World. And speaking of Walt Disney World, we are going to pull on our ponchos and get ready to weather the storm on a rainy day at Walt Disney World. As we record this episode, the forecast in Central Florida is calling for several days of rain. As we said, Shelby's there, and Sam is flying out tomorrow. So we thought it was a perfect time to start talking about dealing with rain at Disney. So, yeah, so it's it rained on me today. I was at baseball practice with my son, and we it's already started. And we've got this big, low-pressure thing just sort of building over us. So it's not... Um, it's not the usual summer storm, and it's really weird to have this kind of rain in May, I will tell you. 
So, but it apparently is going to rain for days. <laughs> so I'm what? looking at the I... current forecast. <laughs> yeah, and it's not and it's not making you happy. Well, I was like, I'm looking at the radar, and the whole state of Florida, from yeah. I don't know, south of Gainesville, yeah, all the way down is just covered in rain. Yeah, we're a big old blob. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. So the hourly, though, has gotten better because yesterday, or earlier today, between midnight, starting at 2 a.m., it was 100% rain all day. <laughs> and now it's like 20% from like 12 to 1. And then we're getting a little bit, of, we're getting a 30% chance and then a little bit of like a three or four hour break. And then it's really not supposed to start raining until like 9 now. Well, when they get that granular, then those are those are educated guesses. And I tell you, I used to work at a TV station, and I told one of the meteorologists once that what they do is educated guesses. And I swear, I thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. They don't like to. No. They don't like between... to think that it's educated guesses. But really, I mean, if when you're saying it's going to rain at this time or this time or this time, I don't. I mean, I don't know how detailed so I would, they can So get. a meteorologist, before I dated Cam, I talked to this guy that was a meteorologist, and he told me that when it says 70% of rain, it means at some point during the day, there's a 70% chance that there's rain. So it's right. not necessarily it's going 70% of the day is going to be rain. So that's right. 70% of the area could see rain at some point during the day, I think is what I heard somebody say. But anyway, so... The point is, we want to try to talk Sam off the ledge a little bit here because <laughs> you've been tweeting all day, oh, my heart is broken. It's going to rain on our Disney trip. But there are ways to make make do with that, you know, to, t- to you know, let that rain roll off your back, you know, and, and still enjoy your trip and not, not have it be a complete washout. So what kind of suggestions do we have for dealing with rain at Disney? Ponchos. 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 <laughs> I did go to Walmart yesterday for my first client, and I got some heavy-duty ponchos. So I did get yeah. more than just, like, the emergency ones we have that I throw in the park bag. Yeah. So ponchos, check. Well, I saw Shelby yesterday, and um, they were wearing – they had some – they didn't have ponchos. They they all had, like, rain jackets, their own little rain jackets. Because um, I know sometimes the ponchos – and Pete, who's lovely, Pete was wonderful – you know, he was saying, yeah, you know, I don't really like the ponchos because, you know, you get all sweaty and wet underneath them. Yeah, it's like a human greenhouse in there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So a little portable jacket. He's wearing one that kind of folds up into a pocket. Um, you know, she had one that um, William was wearing one that just it was like a Coleman jacket that she got at Walmart. So the the zip up jackets are, you know, are nice, too. I looked um, for those and they didn't seem to have. Yeah. I mean, they had them, but not like. My thought with the ponchos is they're longer, so it would keep the kids as like. Right. Short Covers. bottoms and stuff dry. Yep. yep. It definitely. You that know, is a benefit of a poncho. Yep. But yeah. so it had a little bit more coverage than just. Well, there. And, and also with a poncho, I mean, you carry a backpack like I do. So with a poncho, you can put it over your bag and then your bag stays dry too. Right. Yeah. And you can sit so on that's, it. Yeah. 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 And then I got stroller ponchos. Nice. Yeah. Cause, you know, one step further, um, the girl at Walmart said that they didn't have any in stock. And so I said, well, if you did, where would I find them? And she's like over in the stroller and car seat accessories in the baby section. So I went over there and 
I saw the slot form, but there wasn't anything there. So I put my hand way back oh. and found two boxes. Uh-huh. And they were, they were 15 a piece. So I figured, you know, if we don't use them, then we'll just return them. Yeah. But better to have them because I can't imagine what they'd cost at Disney if we could find them. Yeah. Um, but they're the, I got the ones with the mesh side so we can put the kid underneath them over the shoulder. So they can sit in the stroller with the poncho. Mm-hmm. Like you put the little hood thing down and then put it over there. And so it's like a. Is it like a little tent that covers the stroller? It's a little tent, yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I'll bet you that's like, like a human greenhouse. You have a little sweat right. behind there when you get them out. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Kids. But I figure if we can keep them dry, it'll be. I'm not so much worried yeah. about the rain, but I think, you know, everybody but me and John are parents and we know it from having these nephews if you can keep the kids dry they'll be much happier what what toddlers Ooh. make for angry toddlers well, sometimes but sometimes sometimes they like the rain yeah let them i was like the kids play. like to play in like the like the splash thing but they wouldn't want to be wet all day like we got soaked first thing in the morning yeah and we were but, continuously getting soaked things, all day but, they would probably be it, pretty visible the good thing about disney is a lot of the rides are inside Right. Yes. So the so, ponchos are just a guest. You still have to get to them. Yeah. Right. You get between them. Yeah. You just have to run between and them. And I also got us cheap umbrellas from Walmart. Yep. So that way, well, we can't have them in the stroller if we have to carry them. Yeah. You know, underneath the umbrella. And that was one yes. of my tips, too, was this was going to make a break in the day that much more important. Yes. Because you could go home, you could go home, go back to your room or whatever and dry off. Right. right. And get a change of clothes and then go back out. And it's probably, even That's... if you weren't planning to build that into your day, it would probably be wise to do that in this case anyway. We're, we are bringing an extra pair of clothes per, you know, just in case they do get soaked and they're miserable. And then Megan went ahead and packed their Crocs. Yep. Instead Crocs. of, um, instead of, you know, tennis shoes, too, and then flip-flops, but also Crocs. We weren't planning on bringing those. Crocs are But awful. I figure if they... Unfashionable. If their feet get, yeah, if their feet <laughs> get wet, then, you know, like, I wear just Old Navy flip-flops when it rains at Disney, because I'm like, I'm not wearing tennis shoes and getting them soaping wet, you know, and then walking all day in squishy, mushy yeah. tennis shoes. So, you know, if we can keep the kids' feet dry, it'll be wet, but if we can keep them from absorbing water... Right, yeah, and they good. dry... Right, right, they'll dry. Absolutely. You don't have to necessarily walk around with wet feet all day if you have something like Crocs where you can, you know, if you go go in the restroom or something, you can dry the foot, dry the shoe, and then... Stick it know, under they... that, that air dryer thing. Everybody in the restaurant, <laughs> everybody in the bathroom loves that. Okay. <laughs> I see people drying themselves off their hair all the time and stuff like that. Heck yeah. Stick um, it in there. So do, like, rides like Splash and Big Thunder and all that, do they... Operate in the rain as long as it's not lightning. The splash will as long as it's not lightning. Big Thunder may close. Uh, test track may close if it's too yeah, wet. Test track closes. Test track closes if, in the rain. Yeah. if there's lightning. Yeah, so we have we have a fast pass for test track. So depending on what Thursday looks like, I may switch that to Soren, and then well, we can write yeah. test track first thing in the morning when you we get that. there. That way, it, if we try to miss the rain. If the ride goes down and your fast pass hasn't, you haven't used your fast pass yet, you'll get an alert on your My Disney Experience. You also you should get an email to the uh-huh. email account that's attached to it, and they'll it'll tell you, okay, your ride's down. You have a fast pass at this time. Uh, 
you know, and it'll be within your window, I think, that, that you'll get the alert. Um, right. And then you'll get the list of other attractions that you can use that fast pass for. And usually it's almost everything. Um, I think it, at Epcot it's everything but Frozen. Yeah, probably. So, like, for example, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is another one that can go down when the weather gets really bad. I was going to ask, and does it? Yep. Sometimes. Oh. Sometimes. Yeah, oh, well. if the weather gets really bad. I know today seemed, I saw some announcements. There, since there was lightning, a lot of yeah. the rides, outside rides were closed. Yeah. Yeah, with the lightning. Lightning, well. but not rain. Correct. I've seen line train. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a thunderstorm. If but, it's torrential but, rain, maybe. And then you always have the option to, you know, if that attraction opens up again, you can wait and go on that one when it opens. Or you can just go do something else. You'll Again, you'll have a whole list of attractions that you can go to to use your fast pass for. So you don't have to change it. You can keep it and hope for the best and then just know that if it if you do end up having to miss it, that you'll get something else. Now, if, you know, they close it down while you're in the line, you're kind of hosed. Although I don't know, they'd probably give you something for that. You know, if you've already right. if you've already like scanned your band and you're in the fast pass line waiting and then it closes, They'd probably they'd probably give you well, maybe a paper somebody, fast pass or something. Somebody told me that your fast passes don't actually like dock from your account until you do the second. No, 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 no. Because a lot of them don't even have the second swipe anymore. They've closed down the second. The second. Yeah, thing. I was gonna say from from what I remember being there already a month ago. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them have closed that second. Yeah. Uh, whatever you call it, the Mickey head, the scan thing, tap style. Um. There's a few that still have it. I want to say Big Thunder might still have it, although, yeah, Big Thunder might. There are a few that still do, but for the most part, they don't. But, yeah, once you've scanned it, once you've, you know, when you first enter, that's why you can stand in line. And you did this, Sam. I've seen you do it, where you start making your next fast pass. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so just if if you want to change it, you know, before you go and just in case, you can certainly do that. But you don't have to because if it goes down, I mean either you ride it or if it goes down then you'll get you'll get options for doing something else. So that was definitely something on my list. True. To <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think. What do you think so, the best park to visit is during when it yeah, rains? Yeah, definitely not Animal Kingdom, which is where we're going on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Well, but even in Animal Kingdom, I mean, yeah, the safari probably wouldn't operate. Um, well, if it's lightning, I don't know. Maybe it would. I don't know. Everest in the safari, a lot of it's outside. I think if it's yeah, it's like I think if it's just rain, it would be fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the animals would be out, but yeah, I don't know. Would... animals don't care. They dig the rain. <laughs> no, seriously, they don't. They don't. It rains on the savannas so now. Yeah, you know, happens. Yeah, they chill. Um. You know, Epcot is good for, now you'll have little kids with you, but, you know, Epcot's always good for sort of just, you know, browsing shops and things during rain. Um, it's always a good time to duck into something like a, like a movie, you know, or a, or I was a gonna show. say, like Festival of the Lion Kings inside, yep. Name of the Musical, which Nemo. I don't love, but I would see it with the kids. Yeah. Um, and they'll inside. probably love it. They probably will love it. You know, it. River Journeys inside, and mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know if I told you guys this. Hunter is actually tall enough to ride Flight of Passage. Oh. Um, I don't know if he will. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys saw the video, 
the reveal yeah. video. He's really is that the upset. ride that is that the ride? No, that he's... it's actually Splash Mountain. He oh, is Splash. terrified of Splash Mountain. Always has been his whole life, and I've always joked around with him about. Well, you you have to ride Splash Mountain to go to Disney World. Like that's just been my joke. And he knows I'm joking with him, but in the video you see his little wheels start to turn of putting like two and two together. Of if I go to Disney yeah. World, I have to ride Splash Mountain. But my plan is to walk him down to the exit and let him see some of the pictures of people having fun and be like, "Look, it's fun. Like people like it. Like you'll like it." Because I don't think he understands that it's not. It's scary, but he doesn't understand like. The difference between fear and like fun fear, just nerves, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't understand the two, but yeah. Animal Kingdom's our first park, so I'm planning on just telling him you sit on like a bike and you watch a movie with glasses on. Well, that probably well, but won't I don't... freak him out that much because it's not an actual ride, right? Yeah, but it's a movie, it's, right? He's right, never but it's a lot of movement. It is a lot of movement, and he's never ridden anything like that before. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we're, we are going to Animal Kingdom for saying, and so I'm afraid to be like, you know, usually our plan was for me and Megan to get up, take the kids early, and for her, you know, go wait in line and then ride or swap it. I'm afraid to do, like, take Hunter with me the first time and then and have that be the very first ride he rides, because if he freaks... <laughs> Because he has to sit by himself. Yeah. I can't sit with him. So, I don't know. We might, if it rains really hard, it may not be as long of a wait. The only thing is, is that we can't take Allie in the queue because she's too little and they don't allow kids that don't make the height requirement to go wait in the queue with you. Really? Really? Yeah. So, it, it would be a great queue to bring her into because it's long and it would kill time if it's raining, but... I wouldn't be able to bring her with me, you know, bring us and then split up. Like, so say, like, we wait in line and then Hunter and me would ride or Megan and Hunter would ride and then I would take her downstairs and then we would switch. Hunter wants to ride again. He can ride again because those rider yeah. swap passes are good for three people. Right. And so I don't really know what our plan is, but that's the only thing that's bad about Animal King. I guess it's tough to be a bug's inside. Yeah. What else is inside? <sighs> Is that it? Dinosaur. Well, uh, you could go over, you could ride the little, um, the little train over to Rafiki's Planet Watch conservation station. Yeah. Some of that's inside. Yeah, a lot of that. I mean, even if the stuff that's outside, a lot of it's covered. Okay. Where the so animals are. Yeah, covered. that's, and that's, that's a fun no, little I, train ride. I wanted it to is. do that anyway because I've never done that. This trip is filled with things that Polly also hasn't done. So that way awesome. I can experience it's, new things look, with the kids. That's Tell you the truth, Sam. I actually got to ride the the conservation train to Rafiki's Planet Watch for the first time on my this past trip. Hey. So I had never ridden it. Yeah, I that's mean, a I tried train ride. I've never. And just to let you know, as soon as you get off the train, that there's a statue of baby elephants. John, <laughs> John happy. I think Epcot's a good rainy day option too, because you have well, the land. Can... Living with oh, the yeah. land doesn't operate though when it's lightning. Uh, well, it's all inside. I mean, the greenhouse, I, I don't. Yeah, I, it doesn't because it was lightning once when we were getting ready to board and they said, I, they said there was lightning within the area. So they had to close. I guess because of the, the greenhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. You don't want to be in one of those greenhouses that gets zapped, I guess. Well, you don't mm-hmm. want to be in a boat a on boat. water. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Soren, but now there's no. Well, now wait a minute. Because you can, you can ride small world. 
and pirates. Yeah, but that's complete, but that's completely enclosed. Right. So it's the greenhouse that, right. You know, yeah, that causes the trouble. It's the exposure um, to the outside plus the water, I think. But yeah, you can go and, you know, another thing is you can sort of hang out at a place like the land. You know, you can just get a snack at Sunshine Seasons. And all the pavilions, I guess. They have the children's activities. Maybe yes. this trip just may not be what I'm used to. It may not be full of, you know, all these different rides. It may be a little bit more about stopping and smelling the roses and stopping and doing the kids' activities because it is raining and, you know, seeing some of the shows we don't normally see inside the pavilions and things like that. I'm right. just, I'm not used to those kind of, those stop and smell the roses type of trips, even with Amy's kids. I mean, we were go, go, go the whole time. So it may just right. be a little bit of a different experience this time, but that's okay. Well, yeah, I mean, and and like you said, you know, if you're hiding from the rain, you know, you can do the kid caught things. So most of those are inside. Some of them are. And Mexico, Mexico is completely enclosed. You can kind of wander wanna, around and look in there. Um, I want to meet joy and sadness. I think the kids okay. all enjoy that. So yeah. that's inside. I mean, a lot of it is. You know, you're running from place to place. Not running. Don't run. Please don't run <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> but, you know, going from place to place, you know, you've got your rain gear on and, and, you know, you're, you're prepared for that. You know, so I think, I think it's doable. And, you know, I like Jeff's, I, Jeff's advice too about, you know, if you're planning that break, this is a good time to do it. You know, you right. can even, you've been looking you at go the to times. a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Before you go out right. to sit down, you know. Because you could yeah. potentially well, freeze. Cleaned up. That's, well, that's what I was thinking when Shelby was saying about Tiffins, about how they were soaked. I was like, oh, God, they're probably so cold right now. Like, ugh. Like in but, that air conditioning. But Shelby does not stop for anything. <laughs> you know, Shelby that's is true. go, go, go. <laughs> We love you. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is go, go, go. I mean, yeah, they start before sunrise and, you know, they keep going. You know, they met us at... um at Pinocchio Village House yesterday and they had been up since 2.30 in the morning to catch their flight and they were they were doing the um, Star Wars the virtual thing what's it called at Disney Springs like that later did, that Jeff. evening what uh, she said was incredible the virtual reality the virtual reality Star Wars thing I don't know what it's called I, I can't think of what it's called yeah I forget what it is but it's spectacular but so they had they had woken up at two thirty in the morning to catch their flight, and they went all day, and they were going to go. They were going to do the virtual reality thing at Disney Springs that night. So, you know, Shelby doesn't take breaks. No, but you can, and that yeah. is a good way to sort of deal with the rain too. Is you know, if you if you if you're needing to get out of the rain, just get out of the rain. You know, get on the bus, go back to your room, dry off, clean up. You know, don't worry about it. If you miss a fast pass, if you didn't do something you thought you wanted to, it's okay. It'll, it'll, it'll keep. And a lot of people, you know, it's actually kind of pretty in the rain. You know, nice rainy, you know, the pavement's kind of glowy. <laughs> and you might get a rainbow over Cinderella Castle. Oh, right. something else. The, um, the parades might, might not happen. Right. It's yeah. Really, really wet. Fireworks either. Fireworks. Okay. No. Funny fireworks story about fireworks. <laughs> I was like, even with lightning. 
if they load the fireworks, which they typically do the right. night before, they will they, shoot them off. They even, have to, by law, shoot yeah. them off. <laughs> even and if so, they delay it, even if they delay it for really like hours. So when because, Cam and I were in Disney in August, we were told by a cast member, you know, hey, the fires have been delayed. And we're like, well, are they going to shoot them off? And she said, by law, if they're loaded, which they were, yep. we have to shoot them off, whether it's you know, five minutes from now, or if it's two o'clock in the morning, we have right. to shoot them off. Yep. So, and even our friends like RJ have been at the magic kingdom until, you know, and they've told people stick around because we're, and they'll, if the people are there, they do the lights, the music, they do everything. They'll yep. put the show on. Yep. So they, it doesn't matter what time it is. They have to legally shoot them off. That's a cast member told us the same thing. It was, we were waiting for fireworks and they were like, you know, or no, it was the night night before it had happened. It was raining the day we were there, and I think the night before or something like that, they had shot off the fireworks at like one in the morning, because they, you know, they very very rarely cancel them. And I think you're right; they probably would have canceled it before they, like, if they knew, you know, like if it, it was trailing down, yeah, like if it's hurricane style. But it's yeah, it's they don't cancel those fireworks. They'll they'll shoot them off even if it's one or two in the morning. But they'll shoot them off. But the parades do get canceled. So sometimes what they'll do is they'll have what they call the rainy day cavalcade. And what that is is just a couple of cars full of characters driving down the street. <laughs> yeah, and they'll play some music and you know, but it's it's you know, it's cute, like it's if fun. It's, it's if it's too wet to do the parade but it's not raining quite hard enough to not have anything go on. Maybe, yeah, I mean, it's maybe if the pavement's wet, and I mean, it was, I think when we saw the cavalcade, it was a fairly steady rain, but yeah, it wasn't like torrential downpour. Cam and I were at Boo to You, and they, they delayed it, and then they put it on, but it had a lot of modifications, like there was no hitchhiking ghost, there was no, right. the pirate, or instead of having the shovels, the, the grave diggers had something else. Yeah. Like they didn't yeah, have any props. Yeah, you can't make sparks on wet no. pavement, yeah. Yeah, no, uh. And the pirates didn't have flags. They had mops. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. So there was modifications. So, yeah. So they might, they might change a parade, but I've actually seen they've, – they've canceled parades too, but I've actually seen where they had what they call the rainy day cavalcade. So you may or may not see that. So um, Interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I love the idea of the rainy day cavalcade. Yeah. It That's gives cool. you a little something. Yeah. You know? Well, that's all the time we have for this week. I hope you're ready to ride out the weather on your next Disney visit. Be sure to like us on Facebook and SoundCloud, leave us a review on iTunes, and follow us on Twitter at MouseLifePod. Thanks so much for listening. Keep on living the mouse life, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life. 